Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, wherever this podcast may find you. It is I, as always, Gavin. And I, Justin. And we talk about a couple of things today. Uh, the first half is kind of really about Reliant Robin and the Mustang, actually. The uh, 390 GT that you drove and I took photos of for a classified ad, so um, that's live now. And uh, a special guest drops by, someone who has been here before, someone who was, when they were on the podcast, they were not having troubles but they were just you know they were they were car hunting so um let's just get into that reliant robin and see where this episode takes us uh welcome to the shit show everybody oh my goodness i just came from park city and i took the scenic route i was taking some headshots from my mom who's going to be on a panel nice which is which will be cool um yeah we i was actually up there yesterday and we got rained out but just before that i was uh surveying and uh location scouting one of our favorite roads where we shot the uh, Acura NSX Type S and R8. R8. Yep. I think those are the two mainstays. I think that that's it uh, for what we shot. But yeah, Wolf Creek Pass. Um, I had a solid 12 minutes of foot down on the way back. It was lovely. It was almost my own racetrack, really. There wasn't anyone going the other way. Like, oh, so perfect. Um, until I caught a ram. Uh, <laughs> which ended up apparently, I think, is a uh, some type of ranger. It was weird. It was a ram pickup that was towing a trailer that had like a ranger, but not like the U.S. Forest Service logo on it. It okay. was weird. It was like black and like white truck with a black like angled line, and it said like Forest Service, like Ranger or something. It was weird. Huh. So maybe just like. Same division, different squad kind of thing. And I don't know. I, don't know. I blitzed past him going up, yeah. <laughs> and he didn't catch. And he didn't try anything. And then on the way back, which would have been like forty-five minutes later, probably, I caught back up to him. Yeah, but I did all the way from. I didn't just go to the top and come back. I like went up to our little overlook that we like to do beauty shots at. And then drove, and I was going to stop at the top, but there was nowhere to pull over because of the snow. Gotcha. There's that much snow up there still. The road was, like, compl- was like cleared of snow. Mm-hmm. Um, it was dusty, but I could only tell it was dusty because when I was doing, like, 90 back, mm-hmm. I could see, like, the rooster tail of dust going behind me. I'm like, all right, cool, so give this another month. Yeah. <laughs> or so. At least I prefer dust to, like, actual rock slides. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah, yeah. But, Which is what like, East Canyon has a lot of problem with. It and, does. Uh, that road isn't open yet, but I was uh, going around Google Maps, mm-hmm. and I don't know if UDOT you know, has posted or given information to Google and not to their own website yet. I, mm-hmm. I would believe that. Yeah. Um, but it said expected opening of June 16th. Okay. Well, for, well. for East Canyon, Cascade, and Monty? We'll have to see. Because I know that, like, Monty, from the last time I looked at the pictures, was mostly, seems to be mostly clear to this Yeah, because there's two cameras, one that's at the gate and, like, one that's at another overlook that's kind of more or less at the peak of it. Um, I'm going on Google Maps right now to zoom in and see. And I think the top of East, the last time I look at it, Look at it. it. It's been cleared for like a week as well. Like, it had some residual snow. It did, Up until about a week ago. But that seems to be gone, too, so... We're improving. Um, it just says closed winters now. Hold on. Maybe if I swap accounts? Possibly. I was just, like I mentioned to you in text, I was kind of surprised it parsed that information at all because even Utah itself doesn't really 
actively release that information much because right. like, it's kind of just like it opens when it opens. Right. And I wish that, I mean, similar to what we talked about last time on the podcast. Well, I w- another road opened. Uh, at State Route 148 Cedar Breaks. Where's that at? What I don't know. Um, State Route 148. Uh, 148 Cedar. Cedar Breaks National Mall. Oh, Brian, that's down south. If it, if it goes to uh, Cedar Breaks Monument. Yeah. It's down at Brian Head. Yeah. So. Is that a fun road? Don't know. No clue. Never been. 148. Um, we're doing this live on yeah. air. It does look pretty cool. I went to Street View, and even though it is further down south than us, of course, it's still high enough up that it's got the pine trees, and it clearly is a road that has elevation. It is very much Utah. Yes. For sure. Oh, that's interesting. There's a... a I, since I can send you an actual link that takes you to the exact even angle yep. of uh, Google Street View, this looks like this would be up Monty. Okay. Or something that could be like in northern Utah, like because there's there's like this big grove. Yep, um, that's interesting. I pulled up almost that exact same photo, but yeah, it doesn't look like it would be about thirty minutes from Cedar City. Oh, I mean, it's like right there. Yeah, it's right next to Cedar City. Yeah, it's it's ri- it's really close, but you know, if only we had a little more time, that would be a really cool road to go visit. <laughs> but it's it it would be something that I'd like to explore. Yeah. Uh, and just like, just take on my own time and go like, okay, mm-hmm. this is another road that I can check off my list. Yeah, because uh, there's um, there's a couple roads around there. There's also uh, Cedar Canyon, which seems to have a decent amount of squiggles leading up to the 148, um, com- uh, coming uh, in from the south. Wait, let me. I I went back up to East Canyon to try to find out ah. what I was actually looking for, and I didn't find it. But now I'm going back down south. Uh, which road are you talking about? What number? The 14. 14. I've probably seen this. Um, also, there's a 153. That's got to be dirt. It probably. is not dirt. Oh, really? Uh, interesting. Because there are some squiggles. Interesting. I just found a new road. This is a fun thing that Gavin does a lot. He loves to just while perusing around, okay. drop himself into Google Maps somewhere and find I, roads, which is really cool. I used to be really into, um, uh, what's what's the guy, uh, the guy that goes like um, Google Street View hunting, basically. GeoGuessr. Oh, yep. I've heard, I, heard of him. I used to be into uh, GeoGuessr like a couple of years ago. and uh, Well, and I've heard some of the people that'll actually play like the more or less game GeoGuessr. IRL. Mm-hmm. It's. I, I sent you a link. Yeah, it's wild to see how good they get at like guessing random shit. There we go. Yeah, that looks sweet. Uh, one. That looks like big cottonwood almost. Yeah. So one fifty three. Uh, uh, Maybe we shouldn't amazing. give too much away. I We've know. given away a lot already. I know. The one that I've driven the most that's just south of one fifty three is Highway twenty. It's because that's where you cut over from I-15. I just took uh, Highway 20 uh, coming back from, or going to, actually, and coming back from Flagstaff. It's a beautiful road that's ironically named Highway 20 because it's exactly 20 miles. 
Oh, is it really? That's yeah. That's funny. It, it is exactly twenty miles end to end, but it is a beautiful little stretch. Um, it's not really a dynamic road. Um, but no, it's highway. But it is it's scenic highway. It's scenic highway. Yeah, it goes through like some plains in the middle. <laughs> that's really lovely. So we, you and I were on a call. Uh, we were talking about this individual, Shannon Bushman. Yes. Um, the fucking legend. So this individual, uh, I, you kind of got to the nuts and bolts of it, but basically they are, uh, an. Uh, an employee of the state of uh, of like the DNR, right? No. No. So they volunteer their time because they're part of an organization that pr- is de- designed to promote like off-roading and UTVs. And an organization is not related to the state at all. It's a, uh, it's an independent organization. Well, they have the DNR all, o- well, not all over, but on their rig. I'm sure they partner with them. They, as they like partner a, with the DNR, but mm-hmm. also like a JH yeah. or JPH. And this individual goes around, Sword. and probably from what we looked up, I yeah. would guess he probably has more off-road routes in Utah than anybody else. Bar well, it's funny, because I just dropped myself um, onto a street view. I'll send another one to you. It's of Shannon in uh, his uh, his UTV driving past some hikers. <laughs> That's funny. Like, on a trail, like, right fucking next to him. And you can see the one guy's like halfway turned around. He's he's ready to turn around and he's look like, at him. He's like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, that's funny. He seems to... We spent probably about 30 minutes on the phone call that we had earlier that Gavin's yeah. mentioning, looking at just stuff and finding how much stuff Shannon has done. He seems to be quite the uh, legend in the camera capture world. Yeah. And to be honest, his captures... I'm shocked at how good they look, given that he's driving off road. I'm actually would. There's be, got to be some st- uh, stabilizer on there. There's got to be something. I mean, it's clearly a 360 cam. We know that. And yeah, those it's 360 not just cams, an Insta 360. There's got to be something similar to what Google uses for theirs. Exactly, because it's really sharp. Um, I did find the 14, by the way. Nice. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty. It, it, this is. Oh, the, this is funny. Uh, oh, someone was just here May of 2023, and it shows snow. I'll send you another link. Oh my goodness! Because this is deep snow, which is crazy. Because that's not even up north where we are, where we got really pounded. Right. Cedar did get a little bit, but not quite as much as we did. Yeah, check your shit. I'm checking my shit. Wow. <laughs> yeah, just still like a good several feet off to the left. It, uh, Google is saying uh, Duck Street or Duck Creek Village. Wow. Um, which was that? Yeah, that that was part of the 14 actually. But it <sighs> yeah. looks open. So if you, you know, fancy checking off another road off your, your list and live in Utah, or if you don't live in Utah and uh, want to just pull through and check off some uh, scenic routes, go check those out. Th- th- that's one. Uh, don't go to 153, though. Don't bother until yeah. after we've done it. I know. We, we need <laughs> to test it for you first. <laughs> Honestly, I'm down. Right. Because that does look pretty sweet. Um but we did drive something last week, and I wanted to talk a bit about this. Oh, yeah. Well, we drove. It, I drove it here, and I was going to talk about it, and then we ended up not talking about it. So there's a 1967 Ford Mustang uh, 390 GT that is actually on P-Car Market right now mm-hmm. um, that Justin drove. The Basically, I took photos of it, the listing, and was able to because because we're two people and we can in theory accomplish the same task but do different things with it yeah rather i was able to have have a a gig a photo shoot Mm -hmm. gig with this car and also drive it to 
up up here. Yep. And you were able to give your thoughts on it without us really sacrificing any journalistic integrity, mm -hmm. which is cool. Yeah, and I'm just scrolling through the photos right now because the listing went live earlier this week, and yeah, we had some. I I'd say they did a okay job. They didn't do they too much editing. Neutral. They were pretty neutral on it, but. Honestly, I think they did a good job with organization. Uh, it does flow it, as far as like around the car in the correct direction, and they, yeah. but they changed up the shots, which is cool. They didn't just stick in one location then move on to another. Right. They actually organized the shots mm -hmm. uh, more by angle of uh, like the photo to the car, not right. by the location. Right. So I liked that, and they're being thoughtful about what they were doing. Yeah, and so in driving that car, um, I've driven. A few, or we'll say a, a small to moderate amount of old American muscle or older cars like that. And it's always a different experience because even the most tightly knit ones that are like full on restomoded, which this is somewhere in the middle, mm -hmm. um, they're never quite that tight. It's just, it's the reality of the technology at yeah. the time. It, and things age too. Yeah, because at that time, most American cars had evolved from basically taking a truck chassis, throwing a smaller car on it, using very steering boxes similar to the trucks they still made at the time. Right. And just kind of said, oh, we'll just bolt it together and make it work. Mm -hmm. And the result is a uh, very interesting car. So, like this being the 390 was one of the first V8 Mustangs from right. instead of the straight sixes. Mm -hmm. And in like my experience, that kind of showed. Yeah, especially because oh, yeah. it was a sixty forty weight distribution, more like or less. Yeah, really front heavy, mm -hmm. um, and like oh, man, it's so much vibration, so much going on. Oh, the thing was a rattle box. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was, but it was really fun, and it did. Um, I would say this. After some time of the uh, ECU that's tied to this thing, relearning some things, it seemed to get a little bit better. So it had this, some troubles. Yeah, it had the original 390 block. Yep. It was a big block. Um, it had, well, it was converted to fuel injection yep. to EFI, and it was an EFI that kind of relearns things. Mm -hmm. um, this is the second ECU, at least in more recent memory, that this car has gone through because last time the owner washed the car. He just washed it, you know, as most car owners and muscle car owners do mm -hmm. and because of where the water was routed it went to the vents that are in the cowl just behind the hood which is exactly where the ECU is located and killed it <laughs> so uh, Michael learned that the hard way <laughs> yeah and uh, he got another one, and I, it it was it had to have been recent because the car was still very clearly learning throughout the day, and we were learning the car too. Yep. Um, it, it was interesting because if you let your foot off, well, first of all, sorry, I'm all over the place. The catch point of the clutch is fairly low. Yep. If you come up a little too quickly without giving enough throttle, you know, like in most manual cars, it'll die. But in most modern cars, in my car in particular. I, you can stab the clutch again and lift off throttle, and you can save it. Yep. There is none of that happening with this Mustang. There, it's like even if you put your the clutch all the way in and try to save it and try to keep the centrifugal motion to kind of save the car. Yeah. It just dies a slow, painful death, and then you have to re restart it, which was interesting because starting the car uh, for the first time, whenever it was just off, fires right up. Yep. Trying to start the car again after it's stalled is a completely different thing because it's all flooded. 
Yeah. And it goes... And then you have to, like, open up the throttle a bit and go... And finally it goes back to life. It finally turns back on. Yeah, and it it did seem to get better. It seems like what it was doing, since it was still learning everything, it defaulted to run rich and then would just flood itself, and it just, over the day, started flooding itself less. And so by the end of the day, it was actually not too bad. No. What, um, but we, I also learned that, um, and my default with a lot of clutches is to keep, or manual cars, is keep clutch in, and like right, when you're riding that point, like more stabby motion, or more like, you know, repeated throttle applications. Yeah. Rather than just riding it. Yep. And so this is a car you just needed to ride, and it took learning on my behalf to figure that out. Yeah, I kind of ended up defaulting to more or less similar to what I would do with driving semis, which was more just like pushing it in a little bit and letting clutch out at the same right, time, right? Just for smoothness' sake. Um, yeah. But it was fun though, uh, and it moved pretty good. Uh, uh, ironically, I think despite the rattles and the noise and the vibrations, like looking out, if you just ignored all that, mm-hmm. it honestly hid speed relatively well. If you could like tame yeah. some of the stuff, yeah, it could actually. Like kind oh, of if you nice could tighten place. some things up a bit, yeah. Um, mo- namely the ashtray. That was <laughs> the ashtray was louder than the engine. I swear. <laughs> the ashtray was making itself verbally know. It was having a solo every single time you it started was. the car. It was. It was like the saxophone solo that somebody turned the mixer dial up to, dial up to eleven constantly. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, shine on you, crazy diamond. Yep, just that one. <laughs> crank way up. Um, that being said, though, it was fun. Uh, we got stuck in a billion bugs because uh, we, oh uh, we were trying to do... I still have bug bites. This is over a oh, week yeah. ago and I, I still like... My girlfriend was even like scratching like the back of my head yep. and she's like, oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, I know. It's like right on the hairline. I've got a couple of them still on my arm too. I had like three right yeah. here that were in like a triangle. I had that happen here on my right arm. I still have some individual ones. They're starting to go away and it was a week ago. Yeah, so. yeah they're almost gone. Yeah, But... Yeah, that was that was kind of a wild ride, but that's one hopefully will be in our kind of next uh, batch of smaller videos that we'll be releasing. Yeah, because right? it'll be just in that batch of four. We already have four filmed. Now we just need to go through and edit them. We got to edit them, namely uh, the Reliant Robin. Yes. So that'll be cool to get out. Yeah, and from what it seems like, we'll have to see uh, how we both feel after we watch some of the changes that I did. But it seems like that one is going to be a little bit different. It'll still be in the short film mix, but it'll be more narrative-ish, like more of a story. Oh, there was... Oh, I was, I was having a conversation with my mom yesterday. Oh, there's a movie that was... that that was a, It was like a motorcycle movie. It's like romantic from like forever ago, probably mm-hmm. the 60s or 70s. Um... Oh, shit. Now I have to text her. But it was a really clever title. Okay. And I think we might not actually... I think we should maybe not have this in OneDrive and have this be a standalone thing. Okay. Possibly. Okay. Which I'm fine with. We'll have to see uh, We'll have to see how it all goes. But uh, going through and watching all this footage, it's kind of funny when you're editing. You get like kind of a reflection of what you were feeling at the time. Mm-hmm. And so I'm kind of going through and <laughs> reliving my... Like a uh, half day with a with a Reliant Robin, yeah, <laughs> and be yeah. Like, oh, this that's is... kind of the fun part about like re-editing or re-watching or just editing in general a card that you might have filmed like a month ago, yeah, or you know some duration of time ago. It's like, oh yeah, well, and the and Robin at this point's been three months. Yeah, it's June. Yeah, what? we did that in March. We did it in March. Okay. Yeah, so it's been a minute, uh, long enough for me to have like forgotten a lot of the little things that mm-hmm. I said or did in there, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's kind of cool. Um, 
I think uh, looking at it, I almost appreciate it a bit more now because I didn't really realize those cars aren't very well sought after, but we're pausing. We'll be right back. Uh, oh, wait. No, I was just going to mention. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Um, that uh, the movie that my mom mentioned was called Two for the Road. Okay. And she was saying Three for the Road. Three for the Road. For the Reliant. I like it. I, I like that. I like that too. Shout out to, shout out to my mom. <laughs> That's a fantastic name. Yeah. Um, but uh, kind of uh, oh shoot, where was I at? Going through and uh, reliving that now. I didn't really realize in the moment like how rare those probably are here in the states because they're not a desirable car to import. You know, they're not something. Not that, yet. Not yet. Um, they're not something that someone with a small amount of cash because they're not really that expensive is going to like, they're really not like a nice one is like eight grand. Yeah. And they, I mean, they're so light and small. They're pretty cheap to import, at least from mm-hmm. what it seems from my little bit of research. Yeah. We can't import a batch of them. Oh my God. Have a really, <laughs> no, no, here we go. Have, uh, import a batch of them and make a uh, reliant Robin bumper cars. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> reliant Robin soccer. Yes. Kind of like the old Top Gear yes. bits. Oh my God, that would be hilarious. I would love to, honestly, if you had a gang of friends, if you had Reliant Robin friends, and you went out like once a month and like not terrorize the streets, but they're all straight piped. I mean, ours basically was. Ours basically was <laughs> with a Monster Energy drink can that was not actually attached either. So it was relatively loud, all things considered. But if you had like 10 of them. And you were just, like, to drive through, like, State Street or Main Street in Salt Lake? You would shut down everything. That would be amazing. It would be hilarious. Like, you would have to have no cameras facing the people driving the cars. You'd have to have every angle facing. I'm not talking about capturing on video. I'm saying, like, as a hobby, this is what you do with your spare time. (laughs) It would be funny, though, to have at least, like, maybe the front car or the rear car. Have just, like, some cameras facing out just to capture people's people's reactions. Yeah, that'd be hilarious. Of, like, this 10 Reliant Robins just driving down the street, clogging up State Street. (laughs) That's a sight. I actually just remembered that... And everyone has to be on each other's ass to not let any anyone cut anyone off so you're just a train <laughs> we're talking about like supercar rally status of driving but at like a tenth of the speed yes exactly tenth of the speed tenth of the horsepower and tenth of just the general size and, and uh 75 of the wheels yes <laughs> exactly um but i just remembered as well uh that car was in forza i could, it was uh I, is it the plp 50s in forza i swear I swear there was like a Reliant showcase. Um, hang on, I'm gonna look. I doubt it. I'm gonna look this up. I thought there was like an entire. Um, you might be right, but I think the I think you're thinking of the PLP50. Um, no, what? sorry, it's not the Robin. It's the Supervan. Effectively oh, the same thing. Oh, yeah. But they have uh, full on tournaments yeah. with them. So like you have everybody having these modified Forza Supervans, like try. Not even bipoding around everywhere because yes. they do tip. They become bicycles. <laughs> um, but in um, in a side note, I actually found out something. Which fortunately, I found this out as I was doing the voiceover for um, what's it called uh, for the Robin video. Mm-hmm. A lot of people here in the states, I'm sure. Um, associate the Reliant Robin with Mr. Bean because Mr. Bean in several of the bits throughout the show he goes to great lengths to avoid this blue Reliant Robin that keeps trying to like 
either pick him up when he's hitchhiking or like drive around town. Mm-hmm. He just basically is like, ah, avoid, avoid it at all costs and sure. like sometimes makes it tips over and stuff. It's kind mm-hmm. of kind of just a typical Mr. Bean bit. I found out though, it's not a Reliant Robin. That's the older one. That's the Reliant Regal. The first oh, one that started in like the shit. 50s. Uh, so, okay. I got a book uh, from like, I don't know, the early 2000s mm-hmm. is when I got it. Um, I need to bring it by sometime because it's like basically the history of cars. Okay. And it has every it has everything in it. And it has the Reliant, whatever. Reliant Regal. The Regal. It has the Regal in it. Yeah. It doesn't have the Robin. It has the Regal. Yeah, because the Robin didn't start till the 70s. It's the successor to the Regal. And the Regal has a lot more square headlights, and a lot more of them were in, like, the van style with no windows in Mm -hmm. the rear and shit. Yeah. Um, But... I'm glad I found that out because I'm not surprised something like that didn't cross the pond. Everybody over here just knows the Reliant Robin from Silly Little Things or Tall like Tales. Top gear. Yeah, exactly. And so they see something in Mr. Bean and they're like, oh, it's Robins. Well, yeah, more or less, but it's actually a Regal. Um, um, same well, diff. Also, Reliant Robin Top Gear episode. <laughs> I want to see how many views this has. I, uh, it was like 30 million. I it think. was a lot. Yeah, it's 30 million. Yeah. Because I actually had to go pull that because I, you know, mm-hmm. uh, pulled so it. So probably more people associate it now with Jeremy than anything Any- else. Yes. Jeremy or I even went through and watched the one um, which was after his little review, quote unquote, where the Stig rolled it too. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> of course. I mean, it's not as iconic, but yes. Yeah. It's, it, it, it is funny. And it's also funny to like know a little bit of the in-depth that like yeah that car was slightly modified but also like yeah, yeah you're not wrong that could pretty easily happen if you just well apparently it did i know <laughs> apparently it did and I- i'm curious to see the actual uh video of it yeah. doing it yeah um so we won't say who but there was another outfit that reviewed the same car not unless you want to say who. Uh, it's donut media so they drove the same car we did um, after we did after we did like a couple months after we and we weren't sure like when it was happening and because that's a car that doesn't well, first of all, I don't even know how well it can make it up East Canyon. True. But it doesn't need East Canyon to, for it to be entertaining. And no. it's why we did the bit of having Justin run errands for me. Yep. Uh while I was behind the camera. <laughs> and so they they took it out. And keep in mind, even when we drove it, the owner was like, Hey, listen, if you tip it or you roll it, all I ask is you get it on film. Right. Because <laughs> That's kind of part of this car. It's yeah. gonna happen. And he's taken that this thing to autocross and competed in autocross and <laughs> hasn't tipped it. And it took fucking James Pumphrey apparently to tip it over. This is gonna sound kind of rude, and I don't mean it that way. But I do wonder if he tipped to the right because he's larger than either of us. So I wonder so if is he. Kenny. And so is Kenny. So I wonder if either of them, whoever was driving, had enough ballast weight <laughs> to just offset it just Probably. enough. Because the car only weighs 900 pounds, and when you weigh probably somewhere around 200 or whatever they weigh, yeah, um, they are effectively a quarter of the weight of the car at that point. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, it doesn't take much. If you weigh a couple bills. Yeah, and yeah. also if they weren't paying attention to Kenny's ballast rocks in the rear, if they also had rolled to the right. Or if, he, or if they had... Who knows? We haven't seen the video yet, but this might have been a bit that they had planned. Yeah. Maybe. I could see it. I haven't heard either way from Kenny. Yeah, and and as we mentioned earlier, we're curious uh, when their video may come out because we're going to attempt to beat them to the punch, um, and I think we might be able to. Yeah. But um, they, in the same post that they had the Robin, they filmed several other cars here in Utah, and one of those videos has already gone live. Right. So uh, who knows? Matt's Off-Road Recovery, which is fairly well known. Yeah. Um, there was also a Black E30 that was in this post. And I haven't seen... A- apparently they bought it. 
Oh. Apparently, it's like an S52 uh, swapped E30, I okay. want to say. Hmm. Which... That's a lovely. That's amazing. That sounds fantastic. Because if sure. there's any problem with the E30, it's simply that it doesn't have enough power. I've it, never well, driven one. It, it has the wrong engine. I mean, people. Yeah. I've heard of people saying they prefer the 325iS. Yeah. Because it has it actually has a six cylinder. Yeah, exactly. Whereas the I mean, the four cylinder in there is cool. Like it's a cool piece of tech for what it is, but it's not very fast. It's uh, you don't have a well, lot. Doesn't of, sound good. Doesn't sound good. You don't have a lot of give from it. Um, so it would have been better if they took legitimately the straight six from uh, the M1, mm-hmm. and the, just like they did with the M5, and right. drop it into the M3. Oh, there was uh, they had a Sherp as well. Ah, uh, there's a Sherp. There was Matt's off-road recovery. There was this M3, mm-hmm. and uh, oh well, hello. We have a guest joining us. <laughs> Go ahead and greetings. S- is is his mic hot? It should be. Go ahead and sit down and talk into that. Let me make sure. Introduce actually... yourself, stranger. Hi, it's it's Coulter. Again. Little hey! closer. <laughs> Little closer to the mic. Oh, uh, yep. Here I'm back. I'm Coulter. Hi. Um, Coulter has been here before. Yes. Coulter acquired a thing, and we yes. waited until this moment yes. to have this kind of reveal. So, uh, run the people through what you were looking for. And then maybe give some hints of what the car actually that you ended up with has. Yeah, totally. Um, so I had been looking for a car that, you know, was still unique, got, you know, was fun and that I enjoyed. Yeah. Um, and so you have um, a G35. Yes. So I, I had that and I had, you know, a lot of things were happened to it. Um, and then I had an Audi. S4. Yes. Um, Sounded lovely. Yes. Especially with machine gun fire. Yes. Yes. 100%. (laughs) I've actually dodged a bullet. I've I've shared pictures with uh, Justin of what happened. Um, The rear uh, caliper broke off. What? While he was driving. (gasps) How how shortly after? uh, It was a few months. Okay. It wasn't like right after, but it was a lot sooner. So what happened? So like, why did it... Well, so the kit we put on his car was not meant to go on there. It was a Brembo upgrade. So it had to have a caliper adapter. It's from a Cayenne, right? Effectively, yeah. Yeah. And these caliper adapters are actually fairly common. Lots of cars, even race cars, use these to fit different types of brakes. That caliper adapter that adapts to the factory mount point is what snapped. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. <laughs> even more funny, the individual that sold this kit to Coulter is no longer in business. Yeah. Oh, how convenient. I, I know. know. Well, who yeah. who sold it or who made it? Uh, it's called Vosh Mods. Okay. Um, and everyone, I'd never heard anyone having this issue, this uh-huh. specific issue. So I, you know, did my research beforehand and no one had that issue. Uh-huh. And then when he sent me, I actually saw a post on Facebook on the B6 uh facebook group and that's when i first saw it and then he sent me a message and uh-huh. uh, or texted me and i was like dude what happened what the fuck? <laughs> and he was just driving i, I now I, I don't know what type of driving he didn't really say if it was spirited or well i mean i gave it some spirited yeah. driving and nothing happened and, through a canyon and we did several test runs because we had a couple problems installing it so we you know gave yeah. it the beans to see what and if anything would sure. break sure so i if i'm sure honestly it's probably just some defect in the metal it mm-hmm. is not very likely that you would do things enough to make a three-quarter inch thick plate yeah. snap like that yeah, yeah that's weird 
because that's thicker than most mounting tabs on calipers anyways. Right. So mm-hmm. something yeah. in the alloy yeah. or something. Ex- that it, sucks. Exactly, because it's yeah. some weird type of zinc aluminum. Uh, yeah. It's not like steel or anything like that. Maybe he should have been friend. steel. Maybe should have been. <laughs> and then he had a friend make one. So okay. So he, he's up back and around, I think. I don't know. Last time I heard is the clutch now just goes straight to the floor, doesn't return. <laughs> Yikes. So, and this is car that a slave was, cylinder? you know, yeah. everything was what I could do. Everything, like the clutch was replaced before I got it. Um, you know, me and Justin had uh, done the brake upgrade. We made sure everything, we had the reaxles re-greased like, to make sure everything So I good. drove the car yeah. uh, on the photo shoot that you used to sell the car. Yes. And, I mean... It drove fine. Mm-hmm. I had no issues with like clutch feel, steering feel, shifter feel. Um, the car made power. Yeah, it, there weren't any creaks or weird noises like when I was cornering. I mean, we basically we drove through East Canyon. We took pictures and then we swapped. And you drove my car, right? And then I drove your car from the uh, East Canyon Reservoir through Morgan, so the yep. canyon that goes to Morgan. And I was able to chuck it in a good amount. Yep, and have. Uh, have my fun with it and i don't have any at least i come to mind i don't have any notes about it yeah like i even when i was driving it and anytime i did spirited driving it never like had issues right so um it'll be interesting um he's never given me crap he's always just asked me questions like he's been that's good the buyer has been really nice and not like blaming me for everything and because realistically are you catching that yeah sorry scoot your phone oh that yep there you go Oh, my bad. Analog mics love I phone interference. On that no, one. you're good. We're um, good. So continue. Yeah, so I I don't know what like I'm glad he's not blaming me for all of this. Like, yeah, that's it's also a build, right? Yeah. So like, and and you're not a professional shop. Yeah, and so, I told him everything I had done to it and what was done to it. Yeah, and, and you would be the kind of person that would be as forward with that, and yeah. that that action also saves you on the back end too, because mm-hmm. like if. If you only give some like real like skin deep information, mm-hmm. and yeah. then all this other shit comes at later, it's like oh, you were clearly trying to hide something, but yeah. clearly like the problems that he's had mm-hmm. weren't a reality for you. Yeah, and so like sucks, man. It's also a fifteen year old Audi. Yeah, yeah, fifteen year old Audi that actually I need to make one mention yeah. is a prime example of the reason that I have such a poor opinion of B6s and B7s. B7s got better, but B6s specifically, even if, like, you got it as a car that wasn't necessarily well-maintained, but already had a lot of stuff done, and you did even more stuff, Mm -hmm. and it still had these problems. And that's the problem with them. They can be good cars, like you experienced it. They can be, for what they are, fairly balanced I also experienced it for, okay, we drove from Morgan, or from the lake up to Layton. Not not Layton. Uh, Ogden. Yeah, Ogden. We went to In-N-Out. Yeah, so that was like a... 35 minute drive probably they can do decent for what they are the problem is though they had so many teething issues with that whole platform i mean it just from uh my experience of just hearing from other people b5s as well yes b5s are problem childs b6s can be problem childs b7s probably but maybe not as much they got better because they had finally solved some shit and finally like b8s was like when they actually got to like Mm -hmm. okay i mean those some have problems too with like supercharger pulleys and stuff (laughs) basically it comes down to on b8s supercharger pulleys and if you have the uh the s-tronic the dual clutch um the first gens of those have some issues yeah but that can be fixed with 
a fix that is known. Just get a B8.5 RS5 and be fine. Oh, wait, no, those are problems too. Okay. <laughs> I know. I know. But either way, that was still first-gen SMG for Audi. Yeah. Ever yeah. since then, it seems to have been solved. Right. So anyways, so you got rid of that Audi yeah. with the intention of getting something different. So, yes. what, so what are some hints for your new car? Well, so what we kind of talked about, and Justin has seen it. Yeah, I'm he, aware. He knows. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so you've been the kind of the only I've been person. left in the dark, frankly. Yeah. Yes. Because, but well, you guys live closer together. I just come up here to do this. Yeah. You're, so you kind of like me, I guess. But <laughs> <laughs> why am I the bad guy? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, I, I think our schedules just haven't really lined up as well. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh, I have to make time for this. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, it wasn't a car that was first on my list. We okay. did had talked about it in the previous podcast. There's okay. A few, so few of them. those of you that are listening, go back and listen to when Coulter was on. Yeah. So you can get some context. Yep. yep. Um, and I had been looking around and every car that I was looking at either had a markup or yes. a used one was the same exact price as a brand new one. With Without markup. Yeah. yeah. Without markup. And, so I, you know, went to a few dealerships, called a few, and a bunch of them were, you know, if it gets above like five grand in markups, like that's a little excessive. Like I don't, I don't believe in markups. I don't either. But neither does Justin. Yeah, I, five grand is still a lot. But like when I was, I was originally going to get the new Nissan Z. Right. I had my order in. And got screwed over. Mm-hmm. Um, you can go listen to that. Yeah, um, you're allowed to say the f word on here. By the way, you got you got <laughs> fucked over. Yes, I'll have you guys say that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's fair. a word I won't say. But fair. <laughs> um, but yeah, royally. Um, and so I had like lost all like hope on what car I really wanted. Right. And so then, uh, in January, I had made my deposit. On the car that I that you actually cur- got, yes, that I currently got, and it was only going to take three months to get instead of a few. Okay, I was originally looking at a Mercedes AMG CLA. Oh, um, sick. Okay, was it the forty three or the or sorry forty five or thirty five? Forty, uh, no, thirty five. Gotcha. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they were going to be. It was going to be that would have been done faster, but. There was gonna still be like a ten grand markup. Yeah, no. For a seal, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, ridiculous. Dude, Prius primes are like I know hot right now. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just I was just like in awe, just like and when I got this, I immediately when I went into that dealership, I said, I will not be paying a markup. Yeah. And they're like, Oh good, we don't believe that here. And I'm like What does that mean? <laughs> so you're you're saying there's no markup at all. No, we like we were we're we're family owned. We don't believe that there should be markup on cars that, you know, we want people own these. Right. Like, and we don't want just the select few. And I was like, okay. I'm maybe liking this, what I'm hearing. Like, I, I, and he just was like, uh, super nice. Um, shout out to Josh. I'm not going to say where. What, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, uh, what country is this car from? Uh, well, <laughs> Most of the parts are made here in the United what, what, States. What 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 company is the is it for, is the or what country is the company okay. from? Uh, because my car is German and Mexican, I think. Yes, Japan. Japan. Okay. 
and it's a luxury car. Sure. Sure. <laughs> sure. Should we just like have a reveal right now? Yeah. So we can like make this interesting. Okay, I'll click the pause button. We'll be back to you in like one second. And we're back. And we're back. Yes, we are. So. So what do you think? Okay, so it's a TLX Type S. Yes. It is finished in a, a gorgeous. I like to call it blurple, but it's a super deep blue, kind of not unlike uh, Ford Performance blue. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's it's a it's a phenomenal car. Um, I I don't think you're really doing anything wrong there. What I will say, yes, <laughs> it's too bad Civic Type R has had markup. Yes, yes, one hundred percent. Because when you said Civic Type R for the first time, yeah. I got excited for you. Yes, oh, one hundred percent. So this leaves you with a G35, which isn't going to go anywhere ever. Not really, nope. <laughs> there's no reason to, and like you love it, and it's been in the family forever. Yes. So there's that. Um, and then you have this TLX Type S that is sporty enough of a daily mm-hmm. that you can like, okay, if you want to chuck it through some corners or you know go around a right hand at an intersection or something, just chuck it. Mm-hmm. Like it'll totally do that just fine. But it can also, you know, you could take that to, you know wherever you want a road trip right now and it'll do it with full comfort radar cruise you know all the apple carplay things Mm -hmm. and just do everything for you so yeah no it's it's been a big upgrade because i've never had like a new car i've always had like either used cars or old yeah so just used cars and this one's just been super exciting your first i've done it twice getting a brand new car because but the second one was just my truck so it's not really the same experience but like going from my s6 to my stinger was around the same amount of like year gap and (laughs) almost the same type of car going from an older german car into a newer uh import yeah Mm -hmm. germans are imports true yeah Uh, i don't know why people don't make that distinction people say i know i don't know it seems kind of racist to me actually (laughs) now i think about it yeah I, I probably all your imported jack crap. <laughs> no, you're probably not wrong. That's probably yeah. where it comes from. Um, but either way, like it's a big upgrade because mm-hmm. it's just like everything is uh, decades newer. So yeah. one of the questions I had is yeah. like, what has been your favorite thing so far, and what's been your least favorite thing? Well, and also yeah. I just said that it was a TLX Type S. I mean, you started to go into it when we were outside looking at the car, so yeah. maybe also just start there. Yeah. yeah. So walk, walk us through it. Yeah, when I I wanted a car that was going to be mine. I didn't want someone else's because they were all going to be same price. So I had ordered uh, it in January and just a $500 deposit that would go towards my car. Mm-hmm. Or if I didn't get it, it would be refundable, um, which I thought was nice. Um, and then, uh, you know, waited those three months. And it was it was about four months, I'd say. Okay. So I got it in April. Uh, late April, uh, and it was just like exciting. Like that car was built for me, and because okay. they were only making, they would each dealership got like one or two a month uh-huh. that they would be making, and so that's why it was so hard. But I also was like, cool, it's gonna be more unique, yeah, to something that I like, and you know, everyone's everyone asked me like, is that an Acura? And I'm like, yeah, like they've. As they, as I said outside, was it got younger? Yeah, like, it got more, oh, kind of mature, more aggressive instead of where it's kind of based around those, uh, 
the older generation. Well, they they just got more exciting because they mm-hmm. were pretty sleepy for a while. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they had some hot stuff like in the mid two thousands. I mean, uh, well, two thousand five was when NSX died. Yep. Um, they had the RSX, which was the Integra, mm-hmm. basically. Um, and like they've had like a couple of things here and there, but nothing like that really exciting until you know this new Integra and the uh, Integra Type S. Right, mm-hmm. the new one's the Type S, not a Type yeah. R. Type S, yep. Um, so yeah, no, I, I think it's awesome. I think I think it's great that, that you got that. Yeah, and so I think my my biggest thing that I've loved is just that I have the power there. I can change the the drive modes right there, and just get into it. Um, I think the, the other. Oh well, yeah, power and torque over what you were coming out of. Yeah. So I, like it feels fast. Yes, and hearing that that turbo with the like the windows down. You just hear it and it. Is exhaust. it a Turbo Four? No, it's a Turbo Six. A tur- turbo V Six. Okay, yes, V6. gotcha. But, um, and so it just you can hear it, and it's I've I've never had a turboed car, so <laughs> I was like, ooh, like I love this sound, like it was, it was something really cool. Yeah. And just having it there, and um, and just changing the drive modes and having it quiet, open up the exhaust and sports, and then Sports Plus where it keeps the RPMs, um about a thousand so it won't go below a thousand um when you're what do you mean like so like usually if let's say you're at a like a stoplight uh-huh you'll it'll keep it at a thousand so it's like ready to like oh go. interesting so like um, it's basically spooling yeah and so when you're driving spiritedly it usually won't drop below 2000 rpms like, sure unless it's gonna downshift so it keeps that just sure all in there so it's really interesting um there hasn't been like this is more of an infotainment and I'm pretty I, I don't know if anyone else has had this issue, but anytime if I plug in my phone too quick um, and to use CarPlay, um, it gets this like almost like a like a loud beep. Um, but like something like is on like a, like if you're unplugging like a mic, it kind of makes that like. Oh, like an interference kind of sound. Yeah, interesting. interesting. And okay. it will do it. It will do it twice, and then it will stop. But it's not like it. It changes when it wants to do it. So you have to wait. You have to let it go. Like you know, set up, and then you can plug it in. So it, it. But it's not always. Sometimes I've left my phone in, and it never does it. So it's like an intermittent. That's weird. And I mean, what CarPlay and Android Auto have been in cars now for like six, seven years, mm-hmm. and we're still having problems. Well, and some systems like his do it a little differently. Some cars, their implementation is not as great. Like with uh, Bryce's Volkswagen and with your um, Ford, you plug it in and it'll basically just go to the screen. Like- well, mine was even. I- it's hard to tell if mine is actually aftermarket or not. Like yeah. I downloaded a software update from Ford's website. So, but, but it was still like, okay, I did that in 2022 and the car is a 2016. Yeah. So, but like what I'm saying is when you plug it in, it'll just kind of default to going to the Android yes, auto screen. Correct. His and a lot of others don't do that. Why? It's the way they design the operating system. For some reason they like, so his and correct me if I'm wrong, You'd have to go in to like select the uh, um, the actual like CarPlay or phone <laughs> mirroring is what they call it before plugging it in and then plug it in, right? No, so it it has a the CarPlay like at, I would say right there. Yeah. So as soon as I plug it in, it will pop up. Okay, so we'll do that. Um, but what I've noticed, if you go into like the about and get more into like the 
kind of the software of the the thing Mm -hmm. it's running off of like an android kernel i would say it's an android yeah yeah and so it's so i don't know if it's that issue i don't i've never had anyone else say anything so i'm not going to blame it on android like or like any manufacturer i i don't know if it's a software well the good news is is that that car will just update software that is one of the benefits of a modern car is like yours has wi-fi yours can connect to Mm -hmm. something and just download shit not like not have to do the thumb drive thing that you did Right, I would rather it be the way that mine was because you know, thou that giveth, thou can also take it away. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm I'm with you. I prefer the if if I need to update my software, tell me, I'll do it if yes. I want. Yes, mm-hmm. versus that's how I am that. with my phone and my Xbox and mm-hmm. my car. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, I agree. But uh, I mean, if that's really the worst thing that's happened and the thing that you have had the most gripe with, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah and that's that's what I was like really hoping like. I did my research and nobody really had any issues with this car. And so I was, I just was like, cool. Like I don't want any of these issues. I don't want to have like, where you see all those videos where people are pushing on things and they're all cracky, like kind of like, yeah, there was some like Russian channel that did this recently with a BMW X five. And then I think a Porsche Macan yeah. or a Cayenne. And like, they like grabbed like the headlight just super like aggressively and like oh, ripped yeah. it out. Yep. Have you seen this? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. I, I, but I haven't actually seen the full video. Mm. Yeah. So I just kind of did that, and there hasn't like been anything. I think still getting over that. Like, once I hit like six hundred miles, it. Uh, How many I'm miles not, do you have on it? Uh, twenty two hundred. Okay. Yeah. So not like a lot, but once I hit six hundred miles, it opened up the boost to fourteen pounds. Oh, um, so there so was a break-in period yeah. for that. Okay. So it, was, it was really hard because I was like, new car, fun. <laughs> Um, exactly. So yeah, it's and I know that engine's poten- like potential because I've heard, like when I was reading about the car, um, when they were developing it and they brought all like the mechanics of Acura out to sure. know what and how to how it works and how to work on it, they were having that car push 500 horsepower. Okay. The only issue that they ran into, and this is what I would think, is it was not being properly cooled. So they, they turned it down. So I know it's capable of. So that's going to be my other question too. Like, do you plan to modify this in any sort of way? Do you want to have the Infinity be like the tuner car? You, like what? Like where does this stack? Because to me, at least, they you have not two of the same car, but mm-hmm. two cars that are granted a decade and a half apart. Yeah. But that also when when new, competing in a very similar field. Mm-hmm. So. You have the old one that will always stay around, all that. Oh, yeah. Then you have the new one. Do you plan? And you also mentioned turbo noises. Like, yeah. do you want to like do downpipes? Do you want to do intake or exhaust? And like, really hear like a chirp noise with that. Like, what? Like, what's what's your plan? Yeah. So obviously, I want to keep my warranty, and that was the one thing I asked them. Like, um, as long as I don't touch anything with like the ECU, the engine, or, um. I want to say the catalytic converters, like anything up to that point. So, so you like, can do a cat back. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to do, it's called PRL, uh, their intercooler. And it's a much bigger intercooler. Um, would, PRL. Yeah. Interesting. Is that another company? Yeah. So it's an aftermarket, but they do like, basically they have all like Honda stuff, like bigger turbos. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have like manufacturing, like, I could get the door stills from them that mm. light up that are from manufacturer. Cool. cool. Um, so 
that I wouldn't necessarily like change too much because I like my valved exhaust. I don't need it loud all the time. That was yeah, but I'm sure it's a quiet car though. It is a quiet car. So like if you did. You know, kind of like with your Audi, actually, like when your exhaust was like turned down and like quiet, the car Mm -hmm. was quiet. Yeah. And when you want it to be loud, it could be loud. I'm I'm sure that there's also an aftermarket valve exhaust that you could do. Yeah. Right now it's it's so new that there's not a lot of people that have created like it's only like downpipes that people are doing right now. Right. It's like really annoying because I'm like, I wouldn't mind a, a louder exhaust. Sure. But I don't like everywhere. They're either back ordered or there's not like a good brand. This actually reminds me of a similar uh, situation that Jaden has been in, where like the only people to really make products for Mazda Speed or sorry Mazda Six Turbos is Corksport. Yep, and like they're like we'll get around to it when we get around to it. I think what happens is when you have either something like the Mazda, where it's not technically uh, like their performance brand anymore because it's not because it's not a Mazda Speed anymore, um, and with yours, where yes, it is a Type S, so it is a special performance variant of the car, but there's just not that many. But it's not like an internal skunk works like a Type R or no. an AMG right, or an right. M or anything like that. But it becomes difficult for some of those aftermarket companies mm-hmm. to make too many of like the spare like the extra parts because right. they're looking at it like we can only you know if there's only two thousand of these TLX Type S's we can only guarantee we could probably sell 50 exhausts or whatever. Right, right, right. So it becomes very cost ineffective. Mm -hmm. And and that sucks because then you want to do something, but there's limited you could do. Well, you just have to go custom at that point. Yeah. Yeah. Which Um, is way more money. And one thing I thought is interesting about his is since it's based on an Accord, it's a transverse engine setup up front with then the super handling all-wheel drive. But I do find it interesting, and let's bring this up, that it's big single turbo yeah. versus twin. Right. It's always an interesting choice. Well, where, where would they put the other one? Yeah. Well, oh, that's the thing. That's packaging. This is what makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, if they were going to do twins, they'd do them down either in Valley, but Honda doesn't have a motor that does in Valley, or they would do them like lower down like some others have if done. If they had a hot V, this would be a starting $80,000 car. Exactly. Probably. Mm-hmm. So... Um, I just find that decision interesting because not that many things have big single turbos with like larger engines anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, because the only like single turbo motor cars are, you know, things that have. Well, normally it comes down to automakers trying to be efficient. Yep, mm-hmm. and you know, it, it through their downsizing. Granted, some of the automakers with downsizing have done you know hot V's like. You know, when BMW went from the V10 down to a V8 mm-hmm. in, like, the M5 and 6, um, or with the with the AMG cars going from a 6.2 liter down to a 4 liter, you know, that was a hot V. Mm-hmm. Yep. But it's really, like, hot hatches and cars that aren't, like, motorsports driven that are trying to be efficient and be really small engines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and generally for efficiency purposes, that the reason why most V6s are, if they're turboed or twin-turboed, is for efficiency, same thing. You have two smaller turbos, spool quicker, etc. So true. That's true. Um, it This makes sense for packaging, especially being it is transverse. If it was longitudinal, they probably, I could imagine, they probably would have done twins because it's yeah. just super easy to do well, them at that point. it's also two banks. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, single turbo cars are generally on single bank cars. No, this is a this is still a standard V six. I know. Uh, I said yeah. generally. Generally, yeah. And so with this, they have to do what um, 
so the Saab 93 and Turbo X and stuff is all exactly like this. They bring both banks up, meet them, right. and then shoot it out the back. Right. It's just not something, basically what I'm getting at, is it's not something I've seen in a car in the last, like, five years. Right, mm-hmm. right. So it's a little, just a little different. Also, I mean, that is that the turbo right there? Yeah. Yes. So it's... Okay. So. <laughs> so, Quick swap turbo. Yeah, that's turbo. what I'm saying. It's like, there, there's the... It's like Judd's car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, and but that's what I was getting at. Another thing is that this does provide some cool opportunities if you were going to do other things with this car in the future. Once it's out yeah. of warranty, people will just use V-bands and make quick swap turbos. Yeah. I've heard the, the term forever car thrown around quite a bit. And yeah. very rarely, if at all, has it stuck. Um, I know that the G is your forever car for mm-hmm. sure, and it actually is. Um, I mean, would you keep this car past its warranty period and keep it? Because th- this is a purchase, not a lease. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is this something that you want to, like, stay in? Or, I mean, granted, you just got this two months ago. So, mm-hmm. like, who the fuck knows? Yeah. But, um yeah, I mean, my my question to you is: Is this something that you want to stay in for a long time? Uh, not that you could see yourself getting bored with it, but like you know, maybe would you modify it to then just keep it for a longer time to keep you entertained? Would you want to go for something like a GR or I say GR Yaris, but GR Corolla? You know, like when the when that heat has died down yeah. and you want to have your own more spicy car, like you know, yeah. what, what what are your thoughts on that? Um, so that was kind of like one of my big things that when I was looking at a car, I wanted to be able to keep it for a while, like kind of the G, like sure. I've kept that. It's been in the family. It's done really well. Yeah. And this could be your G that yeah, you hand to somebody G else. And, yeah. When I have kids. Wh- whenever that happens. <laughs> yeah. So um, culture, when are you having kids? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't know yet, you know. Pressure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got to get married first. Well, so. Welcome to Utah. Um, but I I would modify it. After the warranty, um, I just don't know what besides the intercooler when it when I'm on the warranty. Like there's not I haven't thought that far ahead to to think of modification after. But keeping it was I wanted to be like, you know, that 15, 20 year car. Wow. Okay. cool. So not forever necessarily, but a good point. That's a long fucking time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, from here, from a modification standpoint, it looks like a turbo and some basic boltons yes. would be pretty easy. Yes. Yeah, hundred <laughs> um, percent. But uh, what was interesting is they also did a special model, the PMC edition. Okay. Which is built in the same factory as the NSX. Okay. I just wish they would gave. I would have gone for that if they gave it more power. What's w- the difference? W- yeah. What's so the difference? So it's handmade. Okay. Handmade, quote, in quote. Whatever handmade yeah. by Acura means, but okay. Um, so they basically just, it's machine and person right next to each other. It's all like, they do all their rigorous testing that oh. the same as the NSX went through. Okay. Um, so they first announced these three colors, which I see. I like that blue. And the, I, honestly, I like the blue and the red. The yeah. white, seeing that in person with the black roof and uh, like, it looks gorgeous. Did it sparkle? Yes. It okay. is. It is one of my, like... There was a blue one here in Utah. Uh, we haven't gotten; they didn't get a red one. Mm. Um, but they're all limited to, I think, a hundred um, of each. So, what aside from being hand built makes them special? They're numbered. That's, no, but the car itself. Oh, like, like what? Like what else? Like from there, like there's not much difference between that like there aren't any other like you know carbon trim bits I guess you or do get carbon fiber interior, but. Like, okay. That's 
that's still an option. That seems kind of womp womp. Like, how much yeah. are they charging for this? It was like I think it was five to ten thousand more. Yeah. But that's where I was like, okay. Um, but my favorite one was the, uh, I think it was Gotham Gray that they did, which okay. is right there. Okay. It looked really great. It had all like their carbon fiber bits. Um, sure. So. So it did say right here, and I noticed this on the pictures up top. They are uh, lightweight copper twenty-inch wheels, so just some lighter weight yeah. wheels. Okay. Uh, I mean. Again, I agree with your uh, statement of eh, like yeah. five to ten more for this. It's cool, but it's if not. It was no, like if it was five more, mm-hmm. then like okay, ten is like uh, why? Yeah, yeah. It's basically special colors, different wheels, and then black badging. Yeah. Like you're not even getting different suspension. Like you're getting some carbon thrown in the interior, mm-hmm. and you it, get to say that it was built by the NSX techs, yeah, it, I guess. Yeah, yes. it's a cars and coffee version of what you have. Yeah. Yes, it's like oh well, mine was hand built, like. I'm never going to drive it. You know? Like, who gives a shit? <laughs> yeah, 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 it's yeah, like yeah. higher degree of quality. It's like, okay, uh, this is my, ter- like, not terrible, my hot take with, some with like, advertising yeah. like this. It's like, look, realistically speaking, if your quality needed improvement anyways, I don't really want to have it known yeah. that also, somebody you're paid accurate. more. Like, you're exactly. HUD. Like, you should make shit that's, like, screwed together, mm-hmm. like, fucking tight. Yeah. Exactly. It's like it realistically to the end user, it should make no difference. And I guarantee you, if I sat in both these cars, it would make no difference. The if fact you, that if it's you put a thousand miles on either mm-hmm. of them in a day, it, you wouldn't feel any different. Here's the best part, though: hand built with an asterisk. So of course, yeah, because it, like no accurate is actually hand built. I know, but then there's nowhere to look up that. Well, go back <laughs> up. Go up. There isn't like a clickable. There's, there's no. There's no hyperlink. Oh. There you go. Made in USA. <laughs> yeah, made in America using, using dom- domestic, uh, domestic global. Okay, basically it's just saying they were hand-assembled in the NSX factory, and that's the only thing that makes them different. Maybe if you the have an parts, NSX yeah. and you yeah. need a daily. There, yeah. There's a couple people that I've seen on Instagram. They have both. That makes sense. Yeah. That's yeah. who that person okay. is for. Yeah. Honestly, that car's this for. is something I could see like Kyle buying to yeah. complement his NSX. I yeah. could see that. I also don't see him doing that. <laughs> I also don't at the same time. But I could see like someone in that same situation mm-hmm. being like, ah, yeah, five grand more same, to make it. If you get the same color car and you put the same yeah. like Volk wheels on it that he did and you yeah. also have a titanium. Like if you want to be matchy-matchy mm-hmm. about it, okay, fine. Um, I do like that blue that's on it though. But like you could also buy a white one and then wrap it and then like guess what? And also yeah. throw some 20-inch... Maybe go even more aftermarket, some uh, nice like copper HREs. Yep. So those on are it. the same wheels that I have. Oh, so just, just powder painted. coat the yeah. shit bronze. Okay. Yeah. So they're not even special wheels to this thing. They're then. not. I, I, I was going to mention that, <laughs> but we went down to a different rabbit hole. That's so. This is how podcasts go. <laughs> yes. That's funny. Oh, that's hilarious. I mean, great to people that bought it. I'm glad you didn't. I yes. don't think that would have been a good that spend been of dumb. money. Yeah. And I think the only thing I really liked when I saw the white one in person was I liked how they did the white on black with like the black door handles it looked really good it's clean yeah Yeah, for sure it looked good but definitely not not worth the extra money yeah i was like that's really cool no you could take your 10 grand and like you know have an amazing vacation imagine the vacation you can spend 10 grand on with your current car like the road trip or bigger turbo there's there's so many i mean sure yeah yeah, Yeah, there's also that there's so many things. We'll that see which one lasts longer. I know, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, the the amount of things that five to ten grand could buy you for the whether for the car or not is pretty substantial. Yeah, I mean, I would as, as a millennial, we like to spend our money on experiences. 
And so, like, I just think of, like, what kind of experience could you have that involves your car even? Like, mm-hmm. you know, you drive from here to Los Angeles and go do a Porsche Experience Center in L.A. See, 10 grand. And you get the power slide GT3s on water and, yeah. like, go, like, hoon oh, around, yeah. like, real cars. 10 grand, if you wanted to have an experience with the car, mm-hmm. that is almost, or at least it's a good three quarters of the way there, enough money. You could ship that car to the Nürburgring, yeah. drive it on the Nürburgring, yeah. and then ship it back. Yeah. Not if you really wanted to do if that. You really like, not just to, to, yeah. to yeah. make the point of how much money that mm-hmm. is and yeah. the things you could do with that. Yeah. But anyways, yeah. so, well, I'm very happy for you. Congratulations. Yes. Thank and I you. think that given what you wanted, I think you chose well Given the circumstances, and you seem like, happy with it, and yes. that's really what matters. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you could you could have maybe waited, or you could have maybe spent more money and gotten something mm-hmm. else. But like, this fit this fits all of your needs just fucking fine. Yes, 100%. um, and I wish you all the best with it yes. and drive it in good health. Oh, I always will, and it's always fun just to throw it into some corners and yeah. Have you taken it up into the canyons yet? Uh, I did the other week. I've done it a couple times, but this last weekend, uh, we had to stop because a guy had hit a baby moose. Oh. And so we stopped, and he didn't have service. So Where, where I, was this at? Um, I think it's Weber Canyon. Gotcha. Say. And so I just, we like, no, there was several cars that had passed him. I was like, there's no cell service here. And so I stopped, and I was like, you know, hey, like, you okay? You good, yeah. Made sure everyone was okay, and yeah. they, I guess, like a couple of minutes before, I had to put the moose out of its misery. Yeah, I don't know how. I didn't ask. Didn't care. Probably evolved a gun, but yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but you know, I took him in the car and drove him, and he was a great guy. But it's it's handled those corners really well good. up there. It's uh, my girlfriend. She loves it, and she's like, "This is." She just giggles at when That's you know good. go around nice. a turn, a nice. turn, and you're just like, she's like, "Oh, like this is so much fun," and, <laughs> and I'm just like, That's "I'm good. glad you're enjoying this because I know you trust my driving." So because if you weren't, we'd be having a bad time yes. right now. I know. Yeah. I'd just be music up and just go. Yeah, <laughs> hell yeah. Well, cars and coffee. Bring it. To, you should bring it up to Park City Cars and Coffee. It's every third Sunday of the month. Cool. So you yeah, you're should. welcome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so oh. going back on the Audi, I know we were, we were talking about this earlier, but so you remember our the the mounting plates that we did on the rear? Yes. How they didn't line up? Mm-hmm. So he actually had when he had those remade, he had those like properly placed. Okay. And I was like, it was easier for him to do that when you know Flash Mods could have done that and send it with the right kit. The TLDR is that the mounting yeah. kit that he bought had to be modified because his car was a one-year-only that had a slightly different rear knuckle. So instead of adjusting his schematic and shipping the correct one for Coulter's mm-hmm. car, it was, oh, no, get out the grinder. Yep. Hmm. And oh, yeah. and grind off some of your upright. Yeah. That's fairly common with mods like this. I had to do it for Carson's S6 as well. It's frustrating, though. But it's frustrating, yeah. yeah. It, it, mm. Anyways, that's funny that his custom quick fix to fix that shit was just fixed it when we were talking to him on instagram that's where i was like oh my gosh me and justin were just like (laughs) we wanted just a, you know the guy went out of business for a reason yes (laughs) it's not that he was rude he was nice but like he didn't have any business trying to do what he was doing Uh, Mm -hmm. unfortunate yeah so anyways is there anything else that you wanted to discuss or get into for today 
not really just uh i'm just glad that this little meetup happened and we got to kind of do this more or less live on air yeah no kidding uh thank you everyone for listening uh i still need to maybe well hmm, we we need to make our own ads for merch because no one buys our fucking merch yeah except for vinnie meyer shout out vinnie meyer awesome dude and um and uh, James K, mm-hmm. who we're, I'm now, you and I are now Facebook friends with. I know. It's funny. Hey, all I'm asking is for dad hats. Dad hats. Talking about trucker hats is yeah, what he's talking about. Hats. Oh, well, dad hats are something different. Okay, but well, trucker hats, whatever, you want, know. Wanna do, you want to do a dad hat? You want to do a trucker hat? <laughs> no, I'm asking, do you want to do a trucker hat? I mean, those sold out fat, like the only thing that has sold out, so. Well, those were curved baseball caps. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about three different things right now. Okay. No, sorry. I'm not talking about the vented trucker hat. I'm yeah. talking is, about the baseball that, caps. Is that what you're yeah. talking about? Uh, Yes, baseball caps or vented. Like I. Okay. Because I love how durable they are. Holy crap. Like. Interesting. I, you you must have gotten a good one because I had, I think, the proto-proto. Yes. Uh, the, the beta version, and it... Wasn't great. Yeah, I need to buy like, it. I went one. up to Bear Lake. It got wet, and it went through the sand. Like, like it just... It handled Dope. like a dream, so like, it... good to hear. That, that is good to hear. <laughs> I uh, I think I need to buy another one because <laughs> of just you know presenting my own brand. I need to present it in its best image, and the my hat is just not that. Not so. at this point. Not no. right now. Um, but yeah, go buy our merch. Um, by the time you're hearing this, I'm going to be putting together my my two watch reviews that I just did. I had um, Coulter, are you into watches? I mean, I like them. You like them? I'm, I'm more of an Apple Watch guy. I, I can tell. Well, but you also <laughs> work at Apple, so like yeah. it makes sense. Um, I had a Tudor Black Bay 58 uh, okay. for review. Do you know what that is? Not really. Okay. I'll just act like I do. Uh, Justin, can you pull this up real quick? Yes, I can. <clears throat> Here, Jamie, pull that up. <laughs> Black Bay 58. Blue. Oh. That's got to be blue. It is. Well. And blue. Ooh, that's pretty. So I got the one on bracelet. Okay. Uh, that one. That's that's beautiful. It it fucking is, and I want one. Um, so I reviewed that, and then I also reviewed uh, Justin pull up Omega, Seamaster, No Time to Die. Ah, there we go. Had to figure out how to type the one on the mesh bracelet. Ooh. So. This is made of titanium. Okay. Uh, oh, but they actually are offering a... Interesting. That's actually a good bid off retail. I, I love um, that. I read that as cash money price for a second. <laughs> the cash wire price for seven... Uh, $800 off. I know. Uh, exactly. Except... So Bob's Watches is offering one for eight grand. Uh, the one that I reviewed was... Well, MSRP is 9500 So, but... They do that because it's that watch is made of titanium, mm-hmm. and it's super anti-magnetic, apparently. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a version that of the watch that was in the James Bond No Time to Die that oh, came out like two years ago. Okay. And so, like, you see that arrow hand, or the not the hand, but the arrow that's on the dial. Mm-hmm. That's like a government issued sign. Um, that it's not as like strict anymore, but it used to be like. If that was on like a handgun or a lighter or a shoe or something, that was like government property, like government issued to like the army and shit. So, uh, and it's chocolate brown. So, um, I did a review on both of those. Shout out to my buddy Bruno at OC Tanners. Um, 
those are not watches of the shop. Those are just his. And so I was he lent them to me for <laughs> a good amount longer than what was really supposed to be. And so uh, shout out to him. And uh, yeah, I don't really have anything else to really get into. So uh, we'll see you later. Thank you for coming on, Coulter. Super last minute. Yep. Congratulations on the car. Thank you. And uh, we will see you all later. Bye. Bye.